Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Wait, wait, wait. Hey, yo, it's Shan. This is She Gets a Podcast, the shoe series. What's on your feet? All right, let's go. What up? It's Shan, a.k.a. Who is Shan? The she of She Gets It. If it's your first time coming through, what's good? If you know your way around the She Gets It pod, get comfy. A free space to speak on whatever is on my mind, what's new, and whatever I'm looking forward to, to get into. Um, What can I say? I post when I post. I've been consistent, so you don't ever have to worry about... Where's she at? Where the post? She been quiet. I'ma be here. Well, all of that said, let's get into tonight's topic. Number eight is the Converse All Star Chuck Taylors, aka Chucks, aka Non Skids, aka the Go To Shoe, aka the High Top Canvas Shoe, aka All Stars. Let's get into number eight hmm so what can i say about this shoe why this shoe for me um you can't go wrong with converse so if you are dressing up and you really don't want to wear a dressy shoe you can always put on some converse low tops or the converse high tops depending on what your style is i feel like converse now there's a style of shoe for everybody so if you've never worn converse in the past Cool. there has to be some type of option for you now let alone there has to be a color that you like or a print or a texture like converse is so versatile that it makes no sense it is crazy to go a life without having to experience what it's like to wear a converse shoe see it feel it 
touch it, smell it, or whatever. Like, I love this shoe. It's easy to put up in your closet. It's easy to put in your suitcase. It's one of those shoes that it doesn't matter if you fold it because it's cam it has a canvas upper. It's very thin. It's lightweight. All you have to do is make sure it fits. Um, make sure that it's not wet when you're putting it in the bag um, because if it's wet, it's going to stink. You should let it air dry if it gets wet. Um, not a shoe you want to wear in the rain or the snow because your toes will freeze. It's an instant classic. Another top duplicated shoe silhouette. I mean, what um, high-end brand hasn't done a Converse-looking shoe? You have Marc Jacobs. You have Dolce & Gabbana. You have Prada. You have Louis Vuitton. You have so many high-end designer brands that have uh, duplicated the silhouette of the Converse shoe in order for them to run a line of sneakers for that brand with that print or whatever. But it's still at the basis if Converse looks at it coming down a runway, oh, you peep my shoe, you like my shoe, boom, got it. Or shall I say Nike because Converse is now owned by Nike since 2003. Uh, so it's now Nike. And it's just a staple shoe for me. You could, Men can wear it, women can wear it, children can wear it. Um, I personally, because I'm a mom of two, I love buying Converse shoes for my kids because kids dog shoes. And I don't know if you've been looking, but kids' prices on shoes are damn near the same price as adult prices on shoes. But when I want to go buy them Converse shoes, I'm just like, yo, let me get these in a size six for toddlers and that shit is like $26. You can't go wrong. And I'll get in like three different colors. And then if I know that the next size up, she's gonna be want like a seven, I'll buy a seven at the same time. That way I don't have to worry about her not having some sneakers to just run around in. They step in puddles, they step in dirt, they uh, get wet, they're easy to dry, they're easy to clean. Um, even for myself, summertime, Everybody's getting Converse. The kids are getting Converse. I'm getting Converse. Um, high tops, I get them and I like to draw on them. I like to paint on them. I like to make them my own. Um, the laces are easy to buy or replace and clean. I just love Converse. I think everybody should have a pair of Converse. It's like that fresh start shoe. First day of school, let me get some Converse. Um, I love how they feel when they're brand new. I love that the soles are a little bit heavy. I like that the top, the toe cap of the shoe is really white and it's bright. I love um, that the laces are really bright. I love that you can see it from a distance that somebody's wearing Converse. I love how it looks. It just looks clean. It looks um, acceptable. It looks like, okay, you can wear that. That's why I like that shoe. Why I don't like this shoe, wintertime IG. When I tell you your toes will freeze if you wear these in winter, or if the shoe gets wet, your toes are going to freeze. I don't like when they get wet and I have to keep them on, like that's the worst. And don't get me started on if you have socks on. Sometimes in the summer, yes, I do wear them without socks. Low tops and high tops. What you don't want to do is wear them while they're wet without socks because it's going to rub on your toes or it's going to rub on your ankles and that shit is going to get raw. I have some Golden Goose um, right now and uh, same silhouette, 
But one thing about the Golden Goose is if you wear that shit without socks over a period of time and you're doing a lot of walking, your feet will be raw. So um, same thing with Converse. I suggest you prepare, get some flip-flops, buy some cheap shoes and not basically rub your skin off by wearing them shits. Um, I do not like them dirty. I know some people, um, punk kids or uh, people like the, the dirty, grungy look of uh, Converse when they're dirty. I don't like them dirty. I like them when they're fresh, when they're clean, when they're just getting in some t- to some type of character. That's what I call it when you start to break them in. They get in character. Um, I've had them... Uh, studded in New York on 36th Street. There used to be a stud guy that used to stud my um, Converse for me. He did jackets, he did jeans, but I would always bring him Converse and he would stud it for me. I would shop in Brooklyn at the vintage shop and find like Converse that were lightly used with like different prints on it and go get them studded, Um, change their laces. There's so many options you could do with Converse. I fucking love those shoes. I don't understand when people wear Converse and have them pulled up hella tight. Like, what are you doing? Your shoe looks crazy when you pull it hella tight. I hate when people wear New Balances and pull them hella tight. What are y'all doing? Y'all fucking up the shoe. Stop pulling it so fucking tight. Just tie it to the point where you can tie it in the front. Or I know some people that like to... um, not tie it the traditional way in the front and like cross it until there's really nothing to be tied. Some people like to wear their converse that way. Some people like to wear their converse where they barely tie. I don't like dragging shoes when I'm wearing it. Unforgettables that I may have about the converse shoe. Shoe. I just love how they look in kids' feet. I love how they look on old people's feet. It makes me feel like when I see old people in Converse that they still have that kid in them, you know, after so many years of living. I love um, how Converse feel on my feet. I bought some for my birthday this year, uh, painted on them. Um, It's just a good shoe. It's a shoe that you don't have to second guess or think about. They come in so many different colors, so many different prints now. Leather, canvas, um, they come in mohair, like, Oh, it's such a fucking good shoe. Um, what I do remember about the Converse is in 11th grade, my art teacher, she had us do a photography project. Like we made our own dark room and everything. And we would like basically develop um, photographs from a shoebox camera that we made. And one of the projects that she made us do is um, we had a dark room and everything. Like that shit was like lit. Whenever I was fucking tired of math class or chemistry and I was just like, nigga, fuck this. I'm, I'm writing myself a pass. And I would take that shit write myself a pass and I would go to art class and I would develop um, photos and everything. Regret of mine is uh, not taking a minor in photography in college, but it's never too late. Um, But in 11th grade, we did a photography photography project where we took a disposable camera and we took a whole bunch of pictures of one subject matter. I chose my black and white um, Converse All-Stars that had um, West Philly painted on them uh, because that's where I'm from. What up, 215? Um, I painted it on them and I took a picture of my shoe in a certain, like laid out a certain way. 
with a disposable camera. I think it was like 36 pictures of um, that shoe. And then you print them. And then you sit on this big like poster um, board and you put all the pictures together to make that one photo. So it's a lot of adjusting and moving the pictures. And what was so fun about that fucking project was if you had the pictures one way today, tomorrow you might switch a picture and it might throw the whole thing off or it might create something that looks a bit better. And then you would basically Elmer's with that um, glue with the brush start to stick the layers on there and the layer on top of layer and the layer on top of layer. And at the end, you would have that one photo looking like a fucking puzzle collage of madness but you can see that one picture with that shit i love that project i think i'm gonna try to do that one time with the girls when they get a little bit older they still sell the disposable cameras so let me tell you like some facts about the um converse all-star so it was founded by marcus mills converse in 1908 um as the first rubber shoe and it's just been around like it's been around, made for athletes to wear. Um, they like the fact that the upper of the shoe really hugged the ankle and gave some sort of support. It was supposed to have some sort of cushion, but the shoe is really flat. So people thought that it was really good for basketball players and baseball players to wear. Um, I could see why they thought that, but as we now get to this period, a lot more shoes have a more cushion around the ankles, have a lot better soles in the ankles, not in the ankles, in the uh, sole of the shoe for um, support of people's, um, you know, the basis of their shoe. And um, as far as sizes, they do run full um, sizes and whole sizes and half sizes. Um, they sell them all over the world. It's a global shoe. Like, I don't know who on earth still hasn't worn a pair of uh, Converse All-Stars, but shit, get you some. In 1923, Charles Hollis, a.k.a. Chuck Taylor, an American basketball player, and um, and he was into like sports. He was like a salesman that promoted the Converse shoe, and he called it the Converse. So he helped put these shoes out there, um, and he was really pushing for it. So that word and that name converse sort of pushed everything forward and they made initially converse made rain boots which is so ironic because converse classics are canvas and when they get wet them shits get wet all the way through all stars is a big um bulk of revenue as far as it goes with converse like they're still selling crazy amounts of all-star shoes till today all-star design has not changed since 1917 so that tells you how fucking good the silhouette is how classic it is um converse company um owned a recording studio called rubber tracks in brooklyn and it was a recording studio where bands can record for free it's permanently closed now unfortunately but that shit that's kind of like a fun fact and i like that um they dappled in supporting music and one other thing that i found very interesting is converse weren't meant to be a quote-unquote punk shoe but a lot of uh punk stirs or punk people like to wear it um you know with the wide leg jeans or the jeans with all the safety pins and all types of uh, clips and stuff all over them 
a lot of people that are into like rock music and a lot of bands like to wear Converse. And Converse were initially only high tops Oxford Taylor All-Stars in 1962. And from 1962 to 1966, they only ran in black and white. So do you understand how much discipline a company had to have to mentally be like, oh, I got this shoe, but I'm only going to design it for it to be in black and white for like five years. Like, I want to be able to do it. Like, instantly I'd be like, oh, what other colors this shit could come in? And I'll start making it out of the colors. But they waited that long, so... I think that's very interesting. If you go on Converse.com right now, you're going to see a whole bunch of colors that you could get it in. You're going to see a whole bunch of textures that you could get it in, a whole bunch of prints. So I'm glad they started thinking out the box. In 1976, All-Stars were still considered a athletic shoe. Could you imagine if basketball players right now still had those thigh-high, like halfway up the thigh shorts that were mad shorts? Mad short. Mad short. And, like, you know, their shit is just, like, a sneeze away from falling out their shorts type shit. And these long socks still and these Converse high tops, like, that shit would be unrealistic to see. But I just thought that was interesting. A lot of celebrities love Chucks. Models love Chucks. Um, designers that are really, like, backstage getting their show together love Chucks. Old people love Chucks. Young people love Chucks. Kids love Chucks. I let my kids paint on their Chucks when they get them. I love buying them fresh shoes. Like I said, Nike um, did buy Converse in 2003. Purchased it for $305 million. Um, I think that was a great investment and very smart by Nike. Because if you think about it, if I was Nike and I owned a big brand like Converse... That's such a staple in um, an American culture, let alone overseas in China. People like Converse. Uh, Sweden, people like Converse. Europe, people like Converse. Like everywhere, people wear Converse. Even in Jamaica, and a lot of the photos, when you see my family members, you'll see them wear Converse sometimes. So for them to buy a company so big, they can always maneuver you know, ideas and shifts in sales on how to make themselves be on top or how to put a lot more effort or a lot more um, creative detailing into Converse this year instead of Nike. So they just have that, you know, those hands in everything when it comes to Converse and they have their hands in everything when it comes to Nike in order to make profits or to make um, better design or bring more creative uh, people in with fresh ideas for that brand. So that was a smart thing that Nike did. The word Converse actually means opposite. So that's why the logo is on the inside of the shoe and not on the outside. I know when I was younger, I wondered that, but I don't know. It's a neat idea. I like it. Um, Usually when I wear Converse, they last me about a year and three months. Um, until like the gum sole starts pulling from the canvas or it gets a hole in it or I just wore them too long without shoes, without shoes, without socks. And I'm just like, eh, I get a new pair. Like it's one of those shoes that you don't have to second guess. I think 
adult wise when i buy a pair i think it'll run me like uh 54 if i have a coupon and i get it from dsw it'll run me like 40 40 something so it's a it's a good shoe to have or if it starts pulling where like the at the toe cap part um with the canvas i buy a new one or replace it um sorry my computer wants to update restart now i don't really don't need you um I don't think personally that Converse shoes look good past a size nine. They start to look like um, Ronald McDonald shoes, those huge ass boat ass shoes. Uh, but even like in cartoons, you'll see um, characters wear Converse. On Hey Arnold, uh, what you call it? He wore Converse, and this shit is just a smart shoe. And I think that shit was genius to be made centuries ago in the 60s, um, to be put out, to be thought of, to still be building on design after design. Smart shit. Um, if your feet are very flat, I don't think Converse are good to wear for long periods of time. Definitely not a good hiking shoe because it doesn't have enough grip on the bottom to withstand like different surfaces. Um, it's definitely not a shoe you want to run in to do like a 5K or a 10K. It doesn't have enough support, but it's definitely a good shoe to have in your closet as a go-to. But that's why I love Converse, and that's why Converse this week came in at number eight. If you don't own any, get you one, get you some. Just try it out and see. So let me get these in an eight and a half. In an eight and a half. And just bring me the eight. Hey, we gonna be back next week with a different shoe. Deuces. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. 
Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite.